Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, Da-na-na. where we talk about outdoor adventure and the gear that goes with it. <laughs> ba, ba, ba. All right, so I found a blog article here, wildandtrekking.com. And- you are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group. For people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to Gear 30 Podcast, Da-na-na. where we talk about outdoor adventure and the gear that goes with it. Ba, ba, ba. All right, so I found a blog article here, wildandtrekking.com, and these are 20 common questions when getting into backpacking. So I have not read their answers. We will come up with our own answers to these basic questions when beginning to backpack. First question, what clothing should I pack? Jorts. None. Jorts? None. Jorts. Uh, none. And and I'll go with it. You at least need wool socks. At least an extra pair of underwear and an extra pair of socks. That's it. I think there's a lot of people that argue whether you actually need that. Uh, yeah, but, you know, just in case you poop your pants, you know. Nice. Poop your pants. I, I I agree that people I sometimes don't, happen, don't bring two man. underwear. I always bring two to three underwears because you never know. Like you Backpacking never. meals can sometimes just go right through you. Yeah. Uh, so their list is two wool or polyester t-shirts. I would never recommend polyester. I'm a wool only guy for base layers. Uh, lightweight fleece, okay, or wool, or... Okay, well, is it asking for jackets and stuff? Because no, like, what are you, topic. what are you taking? What are you taking? Like, period. Like, what are you wearing? Rain jacket. Rain jacket for sure. Lightweight rain jacket. Wind jacket. Maybe. A I mean, this lightweight is puffy. this is a really ambiguous question because this will vary depending on so many. Yeah, things, depending but. on where you're going. It, it, totally true. Totally true. But I do bring. Okay, so you have your base layers, like, yep. and I go with wool for the base layers, and I will bring like a wind wind jacket. Which is just like windbreaker, but I'll also bring a a rain or fully waterproof jacket, like yep. a shell. Yep. And then I'll also bring some sort of a down or insulated yep. jacket. Agreed. Every time. Agreed. Uh, depending on the time of year, gloves or mitts and or a hat or some sort of a neck gaiter beanie thingy that you can like a buff that you can put over your head to keep your ears warm. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Okay. As far as you know, it, whether you're like pants or shorts, this is where the the hiking shorts that zip off in, or hiking pants that zip off into shorts, sort of like, you know, people like that stuff comes in handy. Tell you what, could be hot out there. And, and wool socks, darn tough. Merino wool, not are, just wool. Is the, is the move, I think. Merino so, wool. Yeah. And they said waterproof, breathable rain jacket. Yeah, we covered that. And, and, and rain pants. So it, those are sort of the basics. And then anything more than that is personal preference, I think. Uh, all right. What footwear should I bring when backpacking? Okay. This is a, 
I think this depends on the person. I agree. Some people like to backpack no. wearing their chacos. Chacos. Which, some people like hey, okay. husky boots. I've seen people backpacking in flip, straight up flip flops. Yeah. Backpacking in flip flops. It's a power move. I prefer uh, if if it's a long trip and I have a heavy pack, I like a full leather Gore-Tex hiking boot, particularly particularly my Zamberlin Vias. All right, shout out to Zamberlins. Otherwise, I'm in like a like a trail running shoe. Yep, I agree. Yep, and a, and maybe a Chaco or a or a flip flop for a base camp. I don't own a bulky boot because I, I usually am in sandals or trail runners i tried a an approach shoe that went horribly wrong because i blistered so bad in them um whatever you wear on your foot make sure you can walk or hike long distances five miles plus with a heavy pack on that's the idea of a of a boot or a shoe when you're backpacking all right socks i think we sort of covered this already Merino wool. Merino wool is the move uh, there. I swear by darn tough. If you buy some darn toughs from Gear Thirty, Gear Thirty dot com, and you put a hole in those, darn tough replaces them for free. So you just bring them down to our shop. We'll s- literally swap them out. Give you a brand new you pair. You did of socks. not have to buy them from the shop. That's from true. Our shop. That's true. If you, you them have on Amazon, darn tough sitting around at your house that have a hole in it, come down to the shop. We'll swap them out. And we'll give you a brand new pair of darn tough socks. It's insane. Yep. I've never put a hole in one of my darn tough socks. Uh, you guys have, right? You're not going hard enough. Just kidding. Probably own too many pairs. Just send it, Brandon. Send it. Uh, Rip I'm, those I'm socks. I'm not that rough on my socks. I've, I've poked a hole in a few of them. But Me too. They're pretty good socks, though. I dropped an ice axe on my foot and it poked a <laughs> <Okay>. hole. Okay. <laughs> it's exempt. <laughs> not covered under warranty. Ice axe. It, it, I still did it. <laughs> Uh, next question. Should I buy gaiters? Are y'all fans of wearing the gaiters, bringing the gaiters on backpacking trips? I can't say because I've never used them. I'd say that you can say no because you've never used them. I have a pair of gaiters. I don't use them often. I would not say it's an essential piece of equipment. I don't feel like it's essential either. What about like snow gaiters? They are not. Yeah, it depends like- on the sort of the time a lot of these questions are depends yeah the time of year and the terrain you're in so say for instance you go you're going to the uintas and it's early in the year or during sort of the rainy season um gators are nice because you can you know it'll keep it'll keep you drier further up the leg than a than a hiking boot will sure um but man it's got to be cool because it's it's even if it's a good July and August, I see really no reason for gators. But right, yeah, sort of on the side seasons there. Okay, what size backpack should I get? Uh, this is let's go by liters, like ninety liter, fifty seven liter, to the forty, sixty liter, forty liter. You know what? What are we looking at? Maximum size would probably be a, like a ninety, but that's for week long trips. It's like an expedition pack. Yeah. What's the smallest size leader you guys would feel comfortable backpacking with? I think you're talking for like an overnighter. A weekend. Two two nights maybe. Max. Two nights, forty four. Yeah, I think I think a forty's pushing it. Yeah. Mine I have a the Talon forty four and that's like my weekend. Okay. Weekend pack. Oh, that's an Osprey brand. Yeah. So that's if I would say a forty four liter pack for more than like one night. You're talking like 
three days, two nights, and a 44-liter pack would be only if you have really good gear. Yes, I agree. If you you know if you have like good stuff that compresses real small, lightweight, you yeah. can make it into a pack that small. I would say for most people that don't have you know unless you're the type that has all top shelf gear, fifty to sixty liters is like a good all round yeah, pack. I agree. I was using it was a it was a forty forty or forty five I can't remember pack for backpacking, and then I jumped to a sixty, and I was like, do you know I have so much room? Oh, I filled it so fast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you just fill it with crabs <laughs> well i mean if yeah. you have like a lightweight western mountaineering sleeping bag and a really small stove and all the stuff like you can get a lot of stuff in a 44 liter pack but i think for most people unless you know if you're not carrying all the lightest smallest stuff uh 50 to 60 liter even up to 65 is a good kind of cover your bases for most backpacking trips that's a good good capacity i think i agree all right what should you look for in a tent um I'll go first. I really like a tent that has gear storage, so some sort of a an overhanging cubby that you can put your backpack outside of where you sleep, but it's covered by your tent fabric in some form. Also, a tent that is of good enough quality that the poles shouldn't snap easily and that when it does rain, because it will rain on you, that you will not get wet. So that basically means some of... The cheapest brands that work well, like a Nemo, uh, Marmot, North Face, Big Agnes, something like that. I personally own Hilleberg tents, which are some of the nicest tents you can buy. And I swear by them because I know they'll withstand wind, windstorm. I was I was camping with some friends, in desert camping with some friends who all had uh, Black Diamond and North Face tents. And the and the BD tents and this was a while ago, so I don't. They still make tents. I don't even know if they yeah, make yeah. tents. But those the pole snapped in the one, and then the other one it was it was really windy and blow blowing hard, and it was like laying the tent was laying on the people sleeping in there because it was blowing so hard. Oh. And the Hilleberg, uh, I was with my mom, and it was fine. It was totally fine. It, it was it was a three season. It's a three season onion DT. And after they that? should have. I don't know. <laughs> but but we didn't have any issues. And I, and you don't have to be concerned with that. And maybe a poor night's sleep backpacking in the backcountry is not good. Maybe you're trying. Maybe you have an agenda the next day to summit a certain mountain. You want all the energy you can, or you're you're paddling out somewhere like we were on a river trip. You want to have a good night, as good a night's sleep as you can. So yeah. I would spend good money on a tent that'll be safe and comfortable in the backcountry and i would i would go for a pr- pretty decent name on that tent and then size is personal one to two to three to four uh the smaller the size but i've off i until i got the new enon enon from hilleberg which has a nice vestibule on the side Pitched. i really like using two two people tents and it's just me yeah you know yeah. um what any thoughts on tents I'm with you on that. I uh, I usually take, for my backpacking tent, usually it'll be one man larger than whatever's in our group. Sure, yeah. Just for the extra interior space. And then if you have to, if someone else's tent breaks or something, they can sneak in with you because you got yeah. an extra spot. Yeah. But. but it's kind of interesting if you look at, you know, if you're in a group of four, if you look at the weight difference between two two-man tents or one four-man tent that you can split up, it's usually significantly more to pack two tents than one, one big one. One tent spread out between mm-hmm. a few people, yep. and you, and that means like someone carries a pole, somebody else carries the body, and maybe somebody else carries a rain fly or something. Yep. Yeah, or you know, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, sleeping bag options, down or synthetic, and why? Greg? Okay, so down's going to be probably, well, there's some really good synthetics out there, but generally a little warmer and lighter. Um, the warmth to weight ratio is going to be a little bit better, and down compresses typically better than synthetic. However, one of the things I like about synthetic, I usually prefer like my puffy coats. I prefer synthetic, and this for the same reason it could go for sleeping bags. I like how much easier they are to wash. Mm. Yep. Yes, and if they get wet, it's not a down sure. mess for days. And yeah. so synthetic, but uh, so I'm a down bag person, but like you said, uh, I, I usually, my insulated layer, I'll bring a synthetic. Yeah, I usually use a down bag as well, but yeah. I like synthetic for the care. Uh, a bunch of the bags that we carry that are down also have a dry down treatment in them, so they're supposed mm-hmm. to be. The Nemo has a waterproof foot box. Yeah, on the outside, which is yeah. cool. So it's hydrophobic down, so it'll still if it if it does get exposed to moisture, it'll still work. Probably not downfall of rain, but yeah, pour rain, but or if it falls in the river, yeah, probably not. What temperature would you suggest most backpackers would use in a bag? So I have a 30 liter, or not a 30 liter, excuse me, 30 degree bag, and I've noticed it's struggled. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, I only use it when I go down to Moab in the dead of summer. So I like to be, I like it to be, <laughs> I like it to be cold at night, uh-huh. but I like to wear covers, you know, yep. I like to, yep. and so a 15 degree bag is. Yeah, I'd is, say that's like the perfect. 15 to 20. Yeah, that's that's like the, the sweet spot, I'd say. If you sleep warm, you know, obviously go warmer, but I think 15 to 20 would from the winds out west here to the UNA, the sawtooth, it's most of those you'll be fine in. So, I mean, I three season. What people need to understand when they're looking at temperature ratings is it's kind of subjective. Yep. Um, totally. Very. So, from company to company or bag to bag, a temperature rating isn't going to be equivalent. And it, I would say generally, you probably want to, the, the well, generally, what you want to think of is that whatever the bag is rated at is a, survival rating not a comfort rating survival rating means that you won't die necessarily yeah. that you hope but you'll be comfortable. but you might not be comfortable sleeping 15 yeah. like a 15 degree bag if it's really 15 degrees out you're comfortable at 30 yeah. yeah yeah for most companies there's right. probably, there's some exceptions to that but it's a good point it's a good rule of thumb and um, now sleeping bags might have more of a because they they do R values, but I don't think or pads sleeping pads do R values, but I don't think bags have one standard measurement, do they? Of, I don't think so. Yeah, it's all sort of arbitrary or yeah, whatever. A little, little subjective. Subjective is a good word. They, they've tried to make it a standard, but I'm not so sure it's. Caught, but pads are a little more standardish, and uh, I now to make your bag feel warmer. An insulated pad is the move, and you can get an inflatable insulated pad. Uh, it's fantastic. I would prefer I prefer that over anything like closed cell foam. Yeah, your pad can make a huge difference on warmth, aside from you know how warm your sleeping bag is. So that's definitely a it's a critical factor. You can go with the Big Agnes system, which does a little. It's kind of cool. Your sleeping bag slips over a pad, um, or in or your pad slips inside of the bottom of their sleeping bag so you don't roll off which is kind of cool i love it it's yeah like a, i have western bags I have two westerns that i were you know they're top shelf bags and i always go for the big agnes for comfort just because yeah. the sleep system is is uh it's what degree cool. do you have uh 15 nice. yeah uh trekking poles do you guys use them take them no absolutely 
every time. I I've take them every time. Them, Backpacking, sure. I take them. Now, hiking, I've gone away from them. However, I think I want to grab some of the lightweight BD, like the trail running poles. What yeah. about your little carbon ones you got in your office? No, dude, those are ski poles. Oh. <laughs> you, you <can laughs> those are BD ski you poles. You could use them. Uh, yeah, I guess. They don't pack up. But like the super lightweight, um, like essentially ultra running trekking poles. Yeah. But I, I love poles, and they've saved my butt a few times when um, I've had an injured ankle or you know something. You can use them to lean on. They're great for safety. And also, most backpacks now have a way to stow them if you don't want to use them. Just throw them in your, on the back of your pack. You don't have to use them. But I, th- I, I don't remember what the stats are on it, but by using poles, it does help um, – you know, take a certain load off of you over miles too. So I started using them when, uh, when I started hiking with a kid in my, in a kid pack and a kid carrier on my back. Gives you more points on the ground. Yeah, felt like I needed more safe. stability, but, yep. but now I use them even when I'm not carrying a kid sometimes just because I realized how much they help my knees and my hips. And sure. Yeah. I, I really like pull, uh, pulls. Yeah. Good to know. Stuff sacks. I love stuff sacks. They help you keep stuff organized. If you're nervous about water getting into your backpack or anything, um, you know, I, I, I take my, I, I don't use the, the stuff sack that my sleeping bag came in. Mm-hmm. I use a waterproof stuff sack for my down as do sleeping I. bag. And yeah. then, and then that's, so it's stuff sack. I put clothes in stuff sacks. The rest is loose in my backpack, Yeah, but stuff I for sure don't want to get wet. I'll put in a, like a dry bag. That's same for me. I'll use a, usually like a compression dry bag for my sleeping bag and a compression dry bag for my clothing. And then the rest of it's just free floating. I don't use any. You're a bold you, man. You're you not, a bold man. Do you not stuff your sleeping bag into a, nope. a bag at all? You just shove it right in your pack? Yep. Reynolds doesn't either. Yeah, just, I know a lot of people yeah, that do that. It's, a, yeah. it's like it fills the area of the bag. It does. So nice. It, it really doesn't do- make any oh, like dead space. true. Yep. I just get, I'm a little overcautious, and I think if it's puking rain or I somehow fall and trip in the damn river that's, or something or the lake, me. then I'm yeah. like, well, I won't freeze tonight yeah. because my bag's dry. That's like really the only psychological. Otherwise, it does fit nicely or better in a pack yeah. out of a bag. Out of a it's, I was up in the Uinas. I wasn't backpacking, but I could totally see this happening. But I was walking on like near the edge of a lake, and it was like kind of that mushy, like marshy kind of ground. Yeah. And it was like kind of next to the water, but we were just hiking next to it. And all of a sudden, it just dropped out from under us into the water. So it was like that floating kind of like marshy, yeah, like mossy stuff, right? <sighs> the bogs, yeah. And it just like we, we had like good footing, but it was like kind of spongy and soft, and then all of a sudden, just like just dropped out from under you. Oh man! But like, can you imagine? I didn't have a backpack on because we were just kind of day hiking when mm-hmm. that happened. But if you had your pack on, all your your sleeping bag and your clothes everything. and everything got wet, that'd be Ew. horrible. Yeah, that would suck. It gets cold at night up yeah. there, so you gotta keep that stuff dry. All right, stove and fuel. I used a MSR, what's the little, the pocket rocket, pocket rocket. rocket. Yep. for years. Love the pocket rocket. Yep. Graduated to the, uh, again, MSR, the wind burner. No, the, the jet reactor. oil, the jet oil ish thing. The, the reactor. reactor. Yeah. yeah. Which is like twice the price <laughs> is yep. the jet oil. Yep. Um, and it's all I use. Yeah. Now it's water only. You can't, you're not going to be cooking it making stew in that thing but it takes it boils water so fast yeah 
So, yeah, that's all I use. Do you guys use anything? I use a really, Jetboils are good, too. But. I use a really basic. It's I use a, an Optimus one that's similar to... Uh, to the Pocket Rocket? Yeah, and yeah. I also have a Jetboil one that's similar to, but I've, it's like a fold-up. Yeah, a little fold-up one. Yeah. That's all you really need. I've used the Optimus one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, I like... They're great. They're small. They're lightweight. It's really all you need if you're just boiling water to put in a dehydrated meal. Uh, now, if you need to cook, cook. There's options for that. I always like having the option of both. I don't mind yeah. waiting for my water to boil. So what do you have? I have I actually have a Soto, which is okay. the first thing I bought from Gear 30 when That's I started working. Japanese, right? I, I, Jap- yeah. I was like, Japanese Chase, tell me which one's good. He goes, yeah, get that Soto. Cool. <laughs> yeah, Soto's great. Done. Man. Yeah, so and I've had it for a while, and I just have a little pot, and that's all I use. Headlamps, yeah, you need one. Just make sure you have one. The I I actually really dig the uh, USB rechargeable kind. You don't yeah. have to worry about batteries. And this is this goes in. I don't think it's on this list. Um, a battery charger. And so I have a little Goal Zero recharger. So these days, man, if you got your phone on you, you might not get service, but you can at least do like a nine one one call out, or or it'll ping you if you're lost or something. But there's definitely GPS apps that use your phone. You can communicate with and and stuff and so if you if you can keep your phone charged it's very important even though you're not like jumping on facebook at least you can have a charge on your phone throw it on airplane mode but also take a little goal zero recharger with you and recharge your watch that has gps on it or your phone that has gps on it or your headlamp these days that you can recharge with your little goal zero so that's Rethink. something i would recommend yeah first aid kit uh pretty much i buy the pre-made first aid kits and then I will add some things to it, maybe that it doesn't have. Like I'll put in, um, I'll put in some tums. There you go. <laughs> I'll put in. I have, I take an I have an anxiety uh, prescription. I'll put in some anxiety medicine. You know, put in whatever medications that you have in there. Ibuprofen, anti-inflammatories. Uh, but really, what you can't leave home without for sure are things like bug spray yep. and sunscreen. Uh, and some basic bandages, you know, and then and then basic like neosporin, some sort of antiseptic ointment, uh, you know, really have that stuff. I'll, I've seen people get pretty creative with with duct tape and put it around yeah, their yeah. hiking trekking poles, you know, yep. or something, you know, just you wrap it around and it's always yep. there, um, you know. But uh, uh, the other thing also I, I always have nowadays in my first aid kit is like moleskin, nice, some way to deal with blisters. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Did I, you ever try that stuff that we got in the woo-woo wool, and it's the just the loose? I brought wool? it, but I never, I never put it on on a Dude, thing. It, it work? kind of works. Yeah, it's wild, and I, it like it's weird because it like forms into your sock. Uh huh. So it just kind of becomes part of your sock. Oh, cool. It's kind of cool. I don't know. I typically what I'll what I used to do, which we don't carry it anymore, which. Greg, this is, I forgot we even carry this. You should check this stuff out and, and maybe bring it in. I think Liberty has it. Squeaky Cheeks. Remember Squeaky Cheeks? Yeah. I love that stuff. And so they they, they have like the little single serve packets or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll just dump that in my hiking shoe before hiking or in my, or put it on your foot and then rub it into your foot before hiking. And it, it does a pretty good job of keeping the blisters at bay while you're, mm. while you're hiking. Dude, so. I remember putting a big like big mound of that stuff in my hand and like. Getting it all. My it's a little breath. menthol in you know, there. Get, getting the uh, getting the junk, dude. And it, 
It's a little bit too menthol. Uh, no, it, it's a it's a lot. Yeah, I, I got mine a little too close to the goods. Yeah, made my butt like a little cool. I would not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It's yeah. a little yeah yeah. It's a little sensitive down there. I wouldn't it's recommend got the that essential section. oils and whatnot in there. Hmm. Bear hanging or bear canister it depends on where you're hiking to. Uh, you'll need it in certain areas of the of the world, uh, especially if you're going like backcountry in the uh, Yellowstone region. The winds maybe. Probably not so much in. You, I I don't hang my food in the Uinas. Do you guys? I didn't know. Don't really hang it in the Uinas. No, I don't either. Okay, you do need food, so you know, bring food. I think that's it. Um. Yeah, no, that's that's do you bring good for, for basics. Anybody bring a firearm? Instead of yeah, fire. I don't because I don't own one. Yeah, what is the one thing that you would bring that maybe somebody wouldn't think about? A firearm, mm-hmm. uh, an umbrella. An umbrella, yeah. So hike an umbrella. So there's lightweight hiking umbrellas. I've seen those. And they're awesome because sometimes in the summer it's raining, but it's so freaking hot that you don't want to put any more layers on. But it's nice to sort of keep the rain off you. And uh, some, some of them you can attach to your pack so you don't even have to hold it. Or you can just hike with it and hold it. But a hike, but a backpacking umbrella, a Helinox chair, a Helinox chair is a move. Listen, man. Yep. if I'm 20 miles back in the backcountry in the Wind Rivers, and I see you starting around with an umbrella, I'm freaking. You're, I'm, you're I'm, gonna I'm, be so impressed. No, I'm laughing. You're gonna be <laughs> so impressed. You're like, dude, that Greg's guy's such a, a judger. I know. I'm gonna be like, that uh, dude's got an umbrella. Like, <laughs> totally. Same thing with a Helinox. Actually, I, I'm a big fan of the Helinox. But if I if I spot a Helinox like 20 miles back. No, that's a you know what? Somebody made fun of me. I was backpacking with a big <laughs> uh, DSLR camera, and someone was like, You got your big camera with you. I'm like, No, that's different. It's all I have. Yeah. It's all- what do- come on. How much no, cameras? Nice no, pictures? but like on a long backpacking trip, I'm just, you know, I'm taking essentials and Helinox chair, although they are great camp chairs. And on a shorter trip, I would, I would not pack one of those a long ways back. Okay. Unnes- uh, unnecessary. What about a fly rod or a tinkara tink-car rod? rod? Yeah. Mm, I'm going to go hard no. What? what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're like fly fishing yeah, extraordinaire. Just, yeah. But uh, what's the name of the? So we're going to bring in a new brand here to Gear 30. It's a brand we haven't carried before, Tiny Tinkara. Yep. And it that small fly rod is tiny. They've what's, got a really, a really small. It's five feet when it's extended or four foot 11 or something. But it's like eight inches or no, maybe less than that, six inches when it's all collapse compact compact easy to toss in a pack for sure and super lightweight you'll never know it's there as yeah. far as weight goes yeah and then you've got an option in case you want to catch fish or something for dinner yeah and we we got two sizes that are coming in an eight footer and a five footer they're both you know collapsible super small yeah those are only for like specific applications though because i'm i'm a i'm an actual fly fisherman and tinkara is like not really fly fishing it's for when you're backpacking and there's a small creek and you yeah, see a fish. Yeah, it's a little like creek, like, yeah. kind of like dob fishing kind of. It'd be fun to mess around with. Sure. Uh, I always bring, and it's my move, and I'm I'm wearing one today. Hacky sack. A foam. <laughs> foam trucker hat. Foam trucker hat. Foam trucker hat because it sucks in the sweat. You know, the, the hat side, the brim side helps block the sun a little bit. But you can just dip it in the water and put it back on your head. It feels great. So I never leave home backpacking without a... Foam trucker hat. Rubik's Cube. Are, you do not. No, okay. I don't. But Do you bring maybe. books? 
Yeah. Or an iPad, like something yeah. crazy. Okay. Deck of cards. Deck of cards. Deck of cards. cards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Anything else, Greg, that you bring that's personal like a creature just, comfort? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Headphones, maybe. Uh, maybe like some earbuds or something. Yeah. I mean, I usually pack my phone and a charger with me so I can, you know, GPS track or whatnot. So maybe some headphones. I'm also a, kind of a bad sleeper, so having something to listen to while I'm like laying trying there, to sleep, you know, listen to the moose and the bear like stomp around my camp <laughs> while I'm trying to fall asleep. <laughs> headphones drowns that out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for Just sure. Just ignoring the complete fact that there's a bear outside. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, those are. All right, thanks, Wildland Trekking, for prompting us. 20 backpacking questions, common questions about backpacking. Hopefully we helped answer some of those for you. And that's our pure opinion on some of these things. We're experts. Based in experience. Experts. Not quite pro. Or are we pro? We're sort of pro backpackers, but expert backpackers. Check out gear30.com to purchase any of uh, the items you may need for your next backpacking trip. Tents, pads, backpacks, all the things, even nutrition. Gear30.com. Uh, check out our YouTube and chat with us. Hit us up on Instagram at Gear30. That's at Gear30 on Instagram. That is it for today's episode. We'll catch you on the next one. See you other. Peace. <laughs>